0: welcome back it's the chief exposure officer here ready to expose you to new perspectives ideas and solutions that help you get what you really want in life I always say next level results require next level thinking and next level thinking requires exposure and sometimes the only way to know that you can have better is to see something better and we all have a next level but what does it look like for you i mean for real where do you see yourself this time next year in your career, business, health, relationship, finances, and your spirituality? The Exposure Your Next Level podcast will not only help you answer those questions, but will provide practical steps that guide you to maximize your potential, increase your productivity, and develop the skills necessary to propel you to your next level in every area of life. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for joining me again today. Uh, With me, I have a very, very special guest, uh, Leslie Ryder. She is a phenomenal life coach. She has overcome so many obstacles in her own life, and she helps others do the same thing. Um, I'm not going to jump into her her story. I'm going to let her uh, tell us a little bit about herself so you can kind of just understand what a phenomenal woman Leslie is. Leslie can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Hi Shara and everybody I'm Leslie and I'm from the UK. Um, When I was I had a lovely childhood growing up in the country with my mum and dad and sister Um, and then when I was 15 we had a life-changing accident which we were going on a a special holiday that my mum and dad had wanted to take us on to the south of France um we were in a really bad car crash and my dad was killed um my sister and I were left fighting for our lives and I became quadriplegic so basically I can't move anything from the neck down but that so I was in hospital for a year um my mum was she was just amazing she just lost her husband she had you know, both daughters in hospitals, 60 miles apart in a foreign country, yet yeah, she still pulled her girls through uh, with you with humour, you know, she still managed to laugh and get us through, so she was just so amazing, and anyway, basically, you know, a 15-year-old, I came home, um, lived at home with, like, lovely family, lovely friends, but, you know, life was very different, then and for a 15 year old it was um I felt a bit trapped and although I was around you know had minimal home tuition for education I just thought no there's got to be another way than this I didn't want to um stay at home and not do anything with my life so I kind of researched looked around and um found a college but that was two hours away which well everyone was a bit devastated like oh my god you're disabled you can't possibly move away you need all this care and they were like I'm going I'm moving in so I went to this college where I um, lived a teenager's life and did my exams and actually met my husband there who he was like just my inspiration my world everything we had an amazing life I moved away to another area of the country uh, Cheshire and you know although yeah I couldn't move anything from my neck down it didn't stop me doing anything Uh, we traveled I went to Australia to see my friend in the Paralympics went around Australia Um, I decided I wanted to go to university and then also I wanted to drive so at that time it was re- there weren't really any cards that were adapted in this country so we had one imported from america that i learned to drive from my wheelchair so that was lovely it gave me like great independence um one thing that was is hard for others to understand about becoming paralyzed from the neck down um was nothing to me really apart from the loss of my dad because we were very close so that was the hardest thing really in my life to deal with but you know we carried on um yeah I had an absolutely great life and we did loads of things traveled and you know had a really good time so it didn't stop me doing anything uh yeah obviously things are a lot harder but I believe if you really want to do something then you can do it but you just have to find another way and it might take a long time, but. You know, there is a way. You can find it. Um, and then 2010, sadly, my husband died. Um, that was, I didn't know how I was going to go on. But unfortunately, because I have to have carers 24-7 to help me do everything, um, the funding was stopped due to red tape the day that he died. So it was really difficult. Like, I was threatened with having to leave my home and... It was four months I had to fight, really, for independence. Eventually, I convinced everybody. They understood my case, and they all worked with me in the end. Four months on, I won my case and, you know, got funding for carers so I could stay in the home that I'd uh, lived in, you know, worked to stay in independently. Um, Then at that time, my mum, we was actually told that she was dying. She had heart failure, kidney failure, her lung failure. So she came to live with me and I took over the management of her care. Um, she lived with me for 10 years, actually. And we had an amazing time. We had so much fun, laughter, and uh, just great life, really great life. We we're very close. Um, and then in May this year, she actually died, which was very sad. But You know, my sister is so grateful that we managed to keep her at home and take care of her, especially during COVID, where she could have ended up in hospital, but, you know, she stayed here with us. So it was lovely. We just got to be grateful for that and um, had such a nice time. Um, Then when um, one day I was sort of – it was a time in my life where I was – wasn't looking about life coaching or anything. I was like learning and, you know, psychology things. That was sort of what my degree was in. Anyway, one day, Tony Robbins has been a great inspiration of mine over the years. You know, One day, this random email came in my email box advertising a boot camp in Santa Barbara for life coaching. So, you know, obviously, I looked at the videos and everything. I was like, wow, that's exactly me. That's exactly what i want to do. Um, It was just so lovely. It just looked just the sort of thing I'd want to do. So I looked into it, but I think you had to fly to Santa Barbara to do this boot camp within the few weeks. I was so disappointed because, of, like, my passion had been ignited. I was like, oh, gosh. So I wrote to them and just said, look, if you ever decide to do this online, would you please let me know? Um Anyway, a, few week, a week or so later, I got an email back saying, watch this space. And then they wrote to me and said, yes, they were going to do it live. So they were going to stream it. But, oh, gosh, count me in. And it was incredible. I loved it. I've done counselling in the past briefly. But I didn't really like it. But the life coaching, is so positive. You can help people and reach their goals, teach them strategies, um, Yeah,
0: I just knew that was what I wanted to do. Leslie, can I just cut you off really, really, really quick? Um, You said so many great things that um, I don't want to just breeze past them. Uh, I think our listeners can, even myself, you know, I'm I'm getting so much out of you sharing your story and just recapping the fact that, you know, at at 15 years old, you know, Uh you lost your dad. In an accident. And then at the same time, you were paralyzed, you know, becoming a quadriplegic, not being able to move from the next neck down. We're in the hospital for a year. You felt trapped. Um, You didn't you know, even though you felt trapped, you said, you know what? I don't want to not do anything in life. And I I love that you said that. And I wanted to kind of just repeat that because so many times we, you know, have situations in life that make us feel trapped. Uh, And at that same time, something in our mind has to click to say, you know what, I Mm -hmm. still want to accomplish things. And you found a way, you know, you you, you went to college, you moved away, you met your husband, um, you traveled, you went to university, you said, and then you wanted to drive, uh, mind you, not being able to move from the neck down. And you learned how to drive from your wheelchair. And then you said, um, you know, you know, out of all that you had a great, you know, you're, you had a great life and mm-hmm. you didn't want to let anything that you encountered stop you from having the things that you want. And you said, it might be harder. You just have to find a way. And I want to, I want to just uh, talk to you about How did you shift your mindset, um, you know, with everything that happened to you? And and again, being paralyzed from the neck down um, and your family, I'm sure, not wanting you to move away to go to college or go to the university, as you say it, and uh, something inside of you had to say, like, "Ah, there's more for me out there, right? Like, how -hmm. how did you shift your mindset?
1: Um. I don't know really to be quite honest um, when I came back and after my dad had died I think at one point I just thought like I've got a choice I'm not I just can't stay here be depressed or stay here this it can't be the life just staying in one room you know around my family with no light. I just thought my dad's life's not going to be not going to be in vain so I'm going to live my life for him that was why I remember making that decision in my head just saying, um, I'm gonna live my life for my dad, make him proud, you know, his life won't be a waste, I'll live it for him. And, you know, he was always so um very enthusiastic, you know, they were very ambitious, um, and wanted the best for us. And I think that's I can remember having that thought that I just wanted to go on and I just thought there must be a different way to find stuff. And I've just researched, looked and once I decide something <laughs> that's it you know once I've made that decision I don't yeah. think anyone's going to stop me you know they can try and advise me I might listen you know if they have got something but once I've decided then you know I'll do it and that's what I did I think at that point um don't get me wrong there's obviously been times in my life where you're know, like my husband died and you feel like you just want down and you're never going to get up again but At that point when my husband died, um, I had no choice if I hadn't have fought straight away. Um, For my funding, you know, I couldn't have stayed in my home. I wouldn't have had carers to look after me that have to help me with everything from getting up, going to the toilet, every personal need. You know, they help me with everything. So I didn't have a choice. It was, you know, I had to get on with it. And although it was difficult, I think you just do it. Um, and that's kind of what I've always been like you know I've had a lot of challenges in my life and different things and yeah they knock you back and I think you've got to allow yourself that to you know you get knocked down you you know be kind to yourself and then I mean I don't know a friend of mine always says gosh Les you're like one of those people you you go into the fetal position and then I always think watch out she'll be back and you come back fighting and I think that's (laughs) what I think that's probably true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that. I don't know where it comes from, but I've always seemed to be like that. You know, you get to a point, something, something will happen and you'll be like, oh my God, what's you know, like anybody? And then all of a sudden it's like, no, come on. And then yeah, I do combat
0: charging. Yeah, you 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 bring up such a great point because, you know your, your story is definitely a story of resilience, but I like that you, you, you mentioned that just because you're resilient doesn't mean you don't have times where you're in a fetal position or you're down or you're depressed, or you're feeling like, you know, how am I going to go on? And Mm. one of the things that you mentioned just a little while ago is, um, when you, when you, when your mindset shifted, you thought to yourself, you know, I'm not going to let my dad's life be in vain. I'm going to, I'm going to live for him and I'm going to make him proud. And Mm -hmm. what that said to me and, and what I hope it's saying to the audience as well is, as long as you have a strong enough, why you can get through any what. And so, so like, even though you keep, keep getting knocked down or you kept getting knocked down and going through various challenges, it's like your why is getting you back up like you know what I am still gonna make my dad proud and, and and to our listeners out there if there's anything that you know you want to accomplish or you want to do uh and and you keep you know kind of uh backtracking or not accomplishing it you may want to trace it back to your to your why 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 are you doing it if you have a strong enough reason for why you're doing it it will help you push forward just like just like it's done for Leslie. And so, Leslie, you, you mentioned that, you know, after all those series events had, you know, had taken place in your life and, you know, you were, you know, pushing forward and accomplishing your goals. Um, mm. You came across Tony Robbins um, and, you know, were certified to be a, a life coach. And uh, well, actually, you, you took his courses because you wanted to learn more about it. And then you decided to become a life coach, um what, what prompted you to, you know, with everything that you've been through, what prompted you to want to help other people in their life?
1: Um, I think I've always wanted to help people because I always think if I can do it, you know, maybe I can if people can see, you know, if I've come through different, you know, scenarios and things, if I can do it, they can definitely do it. Because I believe that anybody can do they really want to do something then you know you can do it and i want to inspire people and help them to realize that you know don't give up on your dreams if you if you've got something there you know don't um stifle it you know bring it out and follow it because there will be a way and it may take you longer and you know you might have challenges and have to find different ways but you will get there um yeah. And so the life coaching is just so, I don't know, I just find it so inspiring and um so goal orientated. You know, it's all positive and there's things to work towards. You're not going backwards and into your past. And, you know, all we can do is live in the present because otherwise we're going to miss that moment. If we're living in, you can't live in the past, that's gone, the future hasn't arrived. You know, If you're looking at those things, then you're missing the now. So I think I've learned that over the years to, you know, enjoy the now and be grateful for the, you know, just the little things in life. And I think life coaching, you know, you can learn the strategies, but you can also encourage people. There's nothing better to, you know, see people get to where they want to. And if you can help them in that way, there's nothing nicer, really, nothing better, I don't think.
0: I, I totally, totally agree with you, and you know, I, I I love that you said if you can do it, that uh, anybody can do it, and you are, you know, living your life to be an example and like a testimony to others of how to overcome obstacles. So, so when you are coaching individuals, um, well, first of all, what what type of life coach are you, Leslie? Do you, uh, is there something you specialize in?
1: um well not really so much at the minute just general I mean when I did my training um that was not long after once I'd started doing it that was when I put it on hold for a few years because that was when my mum was very quite seriously ill and to me you know my family's everything to me and my friends and I just wanted to spend quality time with my mum so you know those last few years that's what we've done and just had such a great time and that was more important to me now but I've sort of come back now and keeping busy since my mum died it's been really difficult but you know I just remember all the happy times that we've had and you know when I get you sort of feel like oh my heart's broken and I just think no it isn't your heart's filled with love and humour and then I think it's like really funny that my mum did you know she got us through my mum got me and my sister through to this point and it just changes everything. Then I think if you change your focus and so I've kept busy and I want to get my coaching back on track now, I've got the time again. So I'd love to just help, you know, help other people now.
0: Very, very good. It yeah, definitely sounds like you'll be able to help that you help people, you know, overcome, you know, limiting beliefs, help them to have mm-hmm. the courage to pursue their, their goals and dreams despite obstacles and, you know, really, uh, helping with, you know, mindset and resilience and, and transitioning in life. And so you've got, you know, so much value to add. And so when you when you coach people, what are three lessons that you make sure that you share with each client? Um, I think one
1: important one I always leave, I say to people, please don't give up on your dreams, you know, keep going. The, you know, they were something don't settle in life because we all get, I don't know, we get kind of in routine, like, you know, you do your job, you go home, you come home, you know, you're looking after your kids or living your life and we forget about what our dreams are and, you know, try and look back, what, what do you really want to do? What do you feel inside? I think that's important. And, you know, people forget that with everyday life. And I just think don't settle on, you know, don't settle on things in life. Because even if you just do them a little bit, I think it's really good that don't give up on your dreams. And I really like the quote from um, Martin Luther King Jr. It's, uh, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step, which is kind of a, ironic in my situation. Like maybe I should say the first wheel <laughs> in the <my> wheelchair. <laughs> it's quite an ironic quote, but uh, yeah, I like that quote, you know, things can seem very overwhelming at times. You know, if you want to do something, or you're, you're in a situation, especially transition in life. You know, like I had an accident, but other people, they may just their kids might have left home or they may be having a divorce or something in their life could be challenging, like a transition. But you can get over it. There is something on the other side and, you know, it's like a rainbow, isn't it? There is like sunshine after the rain. And I just think that you know don't don't give up you will find a way and, and you always have choices and it's just looking at the solutions and you know rather looking at the problem look at the solution and your choices I think that's just very important and then mindset I think that's a really important one you know if you've not got the right mindset then it's very hard to move forward so it's learning that and just getting the right mindset and looking at things from another way, changing your focus. I think gratitude as well is very, um I've learned that over the years, that sometimes if you have, we stack things, all these negative things that come in every day, but if we try and just stack all the good little things that we love and enjoy, just doesn't have to be big things, just little things. So I try and just think of three things every day, three things to be grateful for, you know, could be anything, just the sun, you know, getting up every day, anything really. I just love it. Like this year, since my mum died, um, I've never been a gardener, but my mum was, she loved it. Um, I just love flowers, not the vegetables. But she asked us to plant these beans that she liked anyway. We planted some vegetables this year. Well, you've never seen anyone so excited over a carrot than me when it grew. When it grew, and I took and I pulled up the first carrot. I don't know. My friend, my sister will be sick of getting pictures of carrots and tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, three lessons. Yeah. I think mindset and don't give up. Uh, Don't give up on
0: your dream. I love that. Yeah. Don't give up. on your. You said so much, so many great things there. You don't give up on your dreams. You also mentioned like, don't settle in life, find out what you really, really want and go after that. And, uh, just coming from you, it's so powerful, especially with you know, just your your whole life experience is, is you live this out. You know, you you got into the accident at 15, you became a quadriplegic, not able to move from the neck down, and yet you say, you know what? Find out what you really want and go after it anyway. And then you said, you 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 have choices. You just have to find a way, and don't look at the problem. You have to look at the solution. And then be grateful, find something to be grateful for. And that helps your mindset. Mm. All of that. um, They're definitely things that I, I, you know, live out as well. And, And, you know, they're just principles to live by, because if you focus on the problem, you'll be, you know, stuck in the same spot and not able to achieve the things that you want. But when you start thinking about solutions, and and like you said, the quote from Martin Luther King, where he said, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. That is like looking at a solution and just taking a step. And and I know from experience, whenever um, I take a step like in faith or take a step towards something, even if I don't see the whole staircase, it's almost like, the staircase begins to unfold and unravel. And the the more steps I take, the more I see. And sometimes we don't see more because we're not doing anything to get towards that direction. But the momentum of just walking in the direction of what you want is so, so, so powerful. Yeah. Um, I think it was Martin Luther King that also said, if you can't, what do you say? If you can't crawl, walk, if you can't walk, no, backwards. Let me think. If you can't, run, walk, if you can't walk, crawl. And then I heard somebody else say, if you can't crawl, just look, you know, like look in that direction. And if you can just look in the direction or take a step in the direction, um, like we said, those, those staircases will unravel or in your case, you know, the pavement, you know, will, will begin to unfold. Um, and so, yeah, that, that is just like it's golden nuggets. And I hope our listeners are like writing these, you know, writing these things down because you are giving us like a gold mine of knowledge on, you know, pretty much how to achieve, how to achieve whatever you want in life. Um, And so but from your experience, like with everything that you've been through so far, what, what have you learned about life and what, what are the most important things in life?
1: um to me my family and my friends are like so important um and you know just being grateful and enjoying those and spending as much you know quality time as you can with them I mean, uh, my friend from when I was five that I grew up with she now lives in New Zealand but we just do silly things like she'll um message me you know do me a video call and She'll take me on a bike ride around New Zealand. I'm like, who would have thought this from when we were five years old? <laughs> we're being like so childish, you know, we're so silly. We go back to being five year olds. We laugh over the most silly things. But, you know, there's me going to the market with her. You know, she's got me propped up on a bike in New Zealand and I'm in the UK. So, you know, those things are precious with your friends. It's just, you know, really lovely. And I think I've learned, um, Yeah, attitudes a lot, you know, everything. You've just got to have the right attitude. And it's not about being right with things. You know, you just want the best solution with things. And if you can treat people fairly and try and be kind, I think it gets you a long way. And then you can work with people to, you know, get to a solution when things aren't right. And, yeah, I think that's the thing that I've really learned
0: a lot that's that's so true it's so it's so true really um treating people kind treating them with respect and even in like in in relationship and business or whatever you're doing um in, in leadership it's not about being right you know you, you said that you said it's not about being right it's about finding the right solution and we can't let our ego and pride get in the way and destroy relationships over try you know over fighting to be right when you know what is right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah And well, i think you know if you
1: can explain to people your reasoning and then get them to see you know it changes a lot when people understand where you're coming from and then they can see your side of it which that really helps a lot as well if you can keep calm and even in a sticky situation. You know, once people understand, you can work with them and it's a lot easier.
0: Yeah, that's 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 so true. And um, one of my favorite quote uh, quotes, I think it was Stephen Covey who said this and he said, um, first seek to understand and then to be understood. Mm. Um, He said that was one of his like greatest leadership quotes that he, you know, if he couldn't tell anybody anything else, that would be the thing. And it's like so many times many people are trying to be understood, whether it's in business, relationship, you know, uh, life, parenting, like they want to get their point across. They want to be understood. um, uh, But instead, seek to understand and, and and understand first, rather, because when you do, you, be, you begin to ask more questions, right? Like you begin to. Mm. Uh, ask more questions, and then you can understand. And I know that there's been times in my life where I've jumped to a conclusion, because I wanted to be understood. And then when I under when I when I really understood and I asked questions, I kind of felt like, Oh, I misspoke, I should not have said that because I didn't understand the whole story. And so yeah, that's like a golden, again, I keep saying this, but like golden, golden nugget, like really, Seek to to understand before being before being understood. Wow. Um, and so, what, what would you say, Leslie? I know we're 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 almost wrapping up here. Um, you sound like you've done a lot of great things. You know, from traveling, you know the 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 world to you know meeting a wonderful husband to going to university to learning to drive with your wheelchair to um, moving away from you know from home uh, with when I know that was pretty uncomfortable for you to to just really just not allowing anything to stop you up to this point what would you say your greatest accomplishment has been um
1: probably surviving because um When um, I had my accident, the doctors uh, said I would probably only live for 20 years. Well, I had my accident in 1979, so we're 20 years past that. So I think that's quite an accomplishment. Wow. I've had had breast cancer along the way and a stroke and a heart condition where I've now got a pacemaker. But, you know, those things, you know, I get that, you know, they knock me back too like anybody else, so you know, you work through them and you pull up. And so, yeah, probably surviving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely can see how you, you would say surviving. And uh, another great point that I want to make here is it doesn't matter what restriction somebody else puts on you. It doesn't matter if someone tells you, you can't do something. You must believe that you can, because you know, Leslie, just like you said, the doctors gave you no more than 20 years to live and you've exceeded that by 20 plus years. So you've lived 40 years beyond, you know, Mm -hmm. the accident so far up to this point, and you still have things you're working towards. You still have goals. You have, still have dreams. You still have, you know, a, a, a mindset to keep pushing forward and Um, I think if our if our listeners don't remember anything else, I think it it it, it's what you said earlier of don't settle. You can have whatever you set out to have, whatever you what what do they say, whether you think you can or you can't. You're right.
1: Exactly. I mean, a dream starts with a thought, doesn't it? So, yeah, you're right. So many people just settle. And I don't realize they're settling because we get in, you know, our like everyday routines and things. But somewhere inside you, you'll have a dream or you'll have something, you know, that you want to do, but you think, you know, you can't do it now. I've got the kids. or you know, I'm too old. I'm too this, too that. We tell ourselves so many negative things. I just think don't settle, you know. Go with the positive things. Go for it. You can do it.
0: And, and those are some good words to, to, to close on. Go for it. You can do it. I love that, Leslie. You can do it. If I can do it, you can too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, Leslie, if people want to get in contact with you about your life coaching services or to, to follow you uh, on any social networks, is there any information you want me to provide them?
1: Um, they can contact me on my email if they like to. Which is, um, Les- I don't know if you want to paste it, but it's Leslie Ryder, L-E-S l-e-y-r-y-d-e-r dot lifecoaching at gmail.com or Facebook or I'm trying Instagram I'm not really a social media girl but (laughs) I am trying I'm trying to get back into it you know because everything's run through Facebook now and so I am on Facebook under Leslie Ryder and I will be you know trying to get onto Instagram but yes that's another story.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll also add that into the show notes, Leslie, so they can find you. Thank you so much for this lovely interview. Oh, thank
1: you. It's been lovely
0: speaking to you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Like us, subscribe and share this podcast with somebody else. And I hope you got something out of the message that will allow you to expose your next level.